recording and get right to work. Okay. Let's, um, let's pick it off, pick it up from Ravina Amar. So the Gemara had just offered a potential explanation for why, uh, why somebody who eats chametz, which is uh, tevel, Chametz, which is not, which comes from grain, which is not at any trumas and mice, taken from it. Why that person does not receive kares for the prohibition of eating chametz? So the Lord said, Oh, that must have been Rabbi Shimon. That was Rabbi Shimon talking. And Rabbi Shimon holds, Ain't Israel al Hoyser. We don't double up on Isurim. We don't get two, um, we don't get two Isurim um, on top of each other. And therefore, something that's already usher because of Valtechel Tevel, oh, right, you know, Tevel can't be usher because you know, the comment. Vina Omar. So now, what, why do we bring in Rabshim? Because we were trying to explain who um, uh, who's the Tana behind the price that says that if you eat, person eats Matzah Shel Tevel, he can't be a Tzitz Mitzvah because we learned the rule. Um, there was a heuristic that was mentioned in the previous stuff, which is that anything that one cannot violate the prohibition against eating chametz with, he cannot be mekayim the mitzvah of eating matzah with. So, hence, since a per, since one cannot violate the prohibition against eating matzah with tevel, um, you cannot eat yaitz the mitzvah of eating matzah with tevel. So now, the only way we had to explain that. Be like Rav Shimon that holds two isurim cannot fall on the same object. Ravina on my Ravina is a different explanation. Afilu Even if you see this price, it's like the Rabbana Nali Rav Shimon who holds two isurim can fall on the same object. Still, we're interested in something whose prohibition is specifically because of Baltecha Chametz, right? It's only because of Baltecha Chametz, only because you're not allowed to eat Chametz. However. That excludes this chametz of Teva, which is not merely prohibited because of Baltechel It's also prohibited because you're not allowed to eat Teva, right? So we're now expanding the original claim, which is that something that does not come with the prohibition, something which you can't be over, the Isser against eating chametz on Pesach uh, cannot be used to make matzah, to be mekayim, the mitzvah of matzah. And we're expanding it dramatically. We're saying something which is only, pro- we need something which is prohibited because of the prohibition against chametz and not anything else, okay? Says the Gemara, no, 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 <laughs> nice try. Midi bilvad right? Does the word bilvad, right? Does it say that in the b'risa? Right, it really, it's kind of a key point. Those are two very different types of claims. One is, um, you know, one is, uh, find the right word, one is like, kind of, you know, like we explained a moment ago, one is extremely narrow and one is extremely broad. If you say, bilvad, in other words, something that's only prohibited because of the prohibition against eating chametz, that's a really, really broad statement. The price can't leave that out. The price has to speak that out. The price has to say, bilvad, right? Something that is pro- prohibited only because of chametz. Look, let's just take sheishas. Who says that the Brisa is uh, Rib Shimon speaking and Rib Shimon holds ain't Isukhalo Isur? We do not layer Isur. Okay. Turn around. The Rabbanon taught 
I think, right, we've been talking about how you can use Maitsusheni, which uh, was not redeemed, etc. What if, look, it's it's Pesach, it's Shalish Rigom, I'm in Yerushalayim anyway. Um, I have lots of Maitsusheni, I'm a successful farmer. Why can't I make my matzah out of Maitsusheni, right? I'm about to eat my Maitsusheni in Yerushalayim, after all. Why can't I make my matzah out of Maitsusheni? Hamad Loimar, says the Gemara, Lechem Oin. As we know, of course, we remember from Pesach Seder, Matzah is called lechem oini. Matzah is called the bread of affliction. <laughs> Only referring to the very clever drasha here. The word oini, even though it's spelled with an ayin, since it's a very unique um, grammatical construction of the root uh, that we're dealing with here, poverty or misery or whatever. So the Gemara says we can reread it. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Shemutu leichli keshu oinin. Deroish be lechem oini. Right, the bread of oini, my uh, person, person who is an aninus, is in right like extreme mourning. So, um, uh, oini with an olive, not with an ayin, can be construed as a reference to aninus, to extreme mourning. Right, the first day, morning before the person buries his relative. Rashi says, "Who makes sheni? aninus. You're not allowed to eat makes in a state of aninus." That's exactly what you're supposed to say. When you get to Yerushalayim and make your vegan meiser, right, uh, with your meiser sheni, one of the things you say is, I have not eaten in a state of oininus, aninus, rather, um, from this meiser sheni. So thus, right, you can only make matzah out of something which is edible in a state of aninus. Now, to this, you know, basically, basically, is only eaten in a state of simcha, in a state of joy. Okay, no. Matzois, matzois, but the word matzois is repeated twice in the parsha, so it comes to add all kinds of matzah, even matzah shame. Okay, in Cain, of course, we already know there are many. Rebbe agrees there are many exclusions. Matzois is coming to add those things that are not. In Cain, right, those things that are not, I should say, specifically. In Cain, what's your going to do with the words lechemoini, which we said lechemoini is an argument to say in favor of saying that there are things that should specifically That's the Gemara. I in this case, specifically exception is going to be dough, which was kneaded with wine, oil, or honey. Right, wine, oil, or honey makes it into matzah ashira, makes it enriched dough, and that's not poor man's bread, and you cannot use it for the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, my time with Rabbi Akiva. What's the reason of Rabbi Akiva? Right, why doesn't he accept the drasha of lechemoni as referring to Meister Shani? Or, uh, right, and saying there can't be any bread that you couldn't eat in the state of Aninos, which would exclude Meister Shani. So he says, right? It doesn't actually say, if you actually open a Sefer Torah, there's no ayin vav nun yud. It doesn't say oini with an, a clear chaylam and oni. Oniksev, the actual word that's written in the Sefer Torah is ayin nun yud, which just means lechem oni, poor man's bread. In the so you're going to tell me you're going to make a whole drasha out of the fact that we read it, right? Oini. So uh, it doesn't make sense to Rebekiva. The, 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 the actual way it is written is, uh, is not, uh, is without a vav, it's chaser. 
says the Gemara for basically, basically, of course, answers very reasonably. Me Karina Ani? Aini Karina, right? We don't read Aini. We don't read Ani. We read Aini, right? Our Cree, our reading is also important. Okay. So, all right, so Rebekah has to counter that. Rebekah, what's he going to say? Explains, hide the Karina Bay Aini Kiddishmuel. The fact that we say Aini above that is really coming to teach you a different. The Shmuel, this is a familiar pshat. Rashi explains that we say many things over this bread. Right? It is very interesting to see Rashi's uh, priorities here. We complete halal over the bread and we recite the Haggadah. Right? We complete halal and recite the you, you think you should put it in the other way, the other way around. That's the order. Of how we actually do things, but um, right, we don't. Uh, you have to. The, the truth is that our minute to split the halal um, is. Tour talks about it. I'm trying to remember if Rashi addresses it anyway. Um, could be arguably that maybe you were finishing halal first. I don't know, but um, with all that said, uh, I think there is an argument. I don't want to speak without having looked back at the sources. There might be an argument to say that Al on Pesach um, is it's not the Raisa, but it's Me'ikr Hadin. It's not some sort of objective Chiyuv. Well, Haggadah, technically, um, you could be say the Haggadah, perhaps, with far fewer words. I'm not sure why Rashi would put Hal first, but uh, theorize. Okay. So Rabbi Kiva asked the Gemara, hold on, let's think back about Rabbi Kiva's halacha. Does Rabbi Kiva really hold that you can use dough which was kneaded with wine, oil, honey, or matzah, did we not learn a brisa? You're really not supposed to make on Pesach a dough with wine, oil, or honey. You're not supposed to. Why? Rashi explains it. Um, it leavens very quickly, right? It's a it's, it's a very risky proposition. It's not the the, the leavening works uh, differently, and uh, you got to be very very careful. It could become chametz faster. Norm. What did you do? You already have such a dough. This is fling it right in fire. It's a mishal. It's dangerous. Trip you up. You're gonna say, no, 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 relax. Right, bake it and eat it. You know, you shouldn't have made it, but if you do make it, bake it and eat it. comments, it was my Shabbos to serve in front of Rabbi Lezer and Yeshua, right? In other words, I suppose it wasn't Shabbos yet, but he was going to be there over the weekend. And I needed them a dough of wine oil. And no comment was made. And I went right ahead and did it. So we see quite clearly, Rebekiva himself not only permits the, make, the making of such matzah, but even made it. I think Martha throws in an interesting fact, the Brisa, I should say, throws in an interesting fact. Right? Even though you're not allowed to need um, uh Dough with those ingredients, you're allowed to spread those ingredients on the surface of the dough. Okay, so it says the Gemara, 
right? This is back in the opinion of Tanakama, not Rabbi Kiva. Right? Rabbi Kiva clearly held you're allowed to need such a dough. This is back in the Tanakama, so you're not allowed to need such a dough. Even though you're not, you're not allowed to knead the dough with those ingredients, you can spread them on the surface of the dough. That's different. The Chum say, right, that um, uh, in terms of uh, if, if you're if you're allowed to, um, to to knead an ingredient into the dough, you can spread it on top of the dough. And if you can't, you can't, right? Those two prohibitions go together, right? Vishavin says the Gemara, what everyone does agree is that you're not allowed to knead dough with warm or lukewarm water. Rashi says again, because lukewarm water causes the dough to uh, to leaven quicker or causes the dough to leaven. Right? Interesting. What, what, what's the, the takeaway? Rebekiva himself uh, made this matzah. He made matzah shiro with wine or oil or honey. So how can he say that you're not allowed to use it for the mitzvah? Says the Gemara, easy. Right? Like Hasha, no problem. Right? One, one is the first night when you're supposed to be using Amish, you know, you have a chi of teed matzah. And the other is the rest of the, the rest of the chag when you want to have something to eat. Right? If you're not doing the mitzvah, it's perfectly acceptable. It's not chametz. You can eat it and enjoy it. To say that you can do the mitzvah of matzah, rich, enriched matzah, um, with, uh, with, right, with, Rich, with enriched matzah, that's not the case. Okay, so that's what Rebbe means when he says it's not good for the mitzvah, but you can certainly eat it if you'd like. Similarly, Rabbi Shua said to his children, on the first night of Pesach, don't need me dough with milk. Can you imagine? But going on, you can knead my dough with me, uh, for me with milk. Says the Yamara, dough with milk? You're not allowed to need dough with milk. And if you do, call up you got to get rid of the bread. You're not allowed to eat the bread. It's a big risk. You're going to come to have a pastrami sandwich with, with milk bread. Right? It's actually very popular. Um, around this. Um, apparently, specifically in Japan. Um, but uh, it's certainly such a phenomenon and someone's going to have, you know, a croissant or a piece of meat or something, and it's it's mom's friend, it's the rice, it's, it's, it's totally awesome. It says the Gemara, right, it's the Yavish it's the It's still forbidden. Right, here's the issue, here's what he was really saying. Of course, he wasn't telling his children to make a milk and bread. She was a righteous man. Right, what he actually told them was, don't need me dough with honey. That would take a lot of honey, wow. right? Uh, going on, going from then on, you should need to meet dough with honey. I guess that's what he liked, but he wanted to make sure not to get confused and don't make him a honeyed, honeyed bread, honey matzah for the first time. Okay. Alternatively, you could say, we should actually was talking about milk and what was the situation. If you, if you give the uh, the milk bread, a special shape that indicates that it's milk bread, that's okay, right? So cane tear is like the eye of an ox. I'm not sure. Um, I suspect that might mean something like a spiral. Um, but it, in other words, if it's quite distinct, if it's shaped quite distinct, distinctively and doesn't look like your average uh, loaf of supermarket bread, that's fine. So Hanami cane tear, the case is, he matzah he made was uh, in, a, in a very specific shape, okay? It says in the Norvish Shavin, 
You mentioned earlier that you're not allowed to eat dough in warm water. Says the Gemara, interesting. Why is matzah any different from a korban mincha? To tnan, you know, korban minachis, I should, I should first uh, say, Mishnah minachis says, korban minachis boys matzahs. All minachis must come as matzah, not chametz, right? Making korban mincha, it's like Pesach. You got to have a, you got to go to a matzah bakery to make a mincha. Yeah, matzah bakeries on site at the base of the mincha. All minachis are needed with warm water, with lukewarm water. And you have to be careful. You just keep an eye on them. You move fast so that they don't become comments. So it says the Gemara, a very classic answer. In moment, for reason, you're going to compare to me things that are being done at the hands of the Kayan and things that are done by, that are being done by non Kayanim. The Kayanim are the reason they're, they're totally hyper focused. They move lightning fast. They know exactly what they're doing. You're going to tell the average Joe that he can do something with the risk of uh, an increased risk, risk of chimuts. Look, we just know that on a mass scale, something's going to go wrong. Kainim, the Kainim are an elite unit, so we trust them. Okay? Iachi says the Gemara, Miltasnami lost this. What does that mean? If we're so uh, confident in the elite skills of the Kainim, why don't we let them um, soak the grains in water in order to change uh, wheat? From from holy to to, uh, to white, and you need to first, or at least back then, anyway, you needed to first soak the grains in water, and then you could kind of just um, probably by hand, even they probably had some kind of tool for it, remove the husks, right? Remove those good crunchy <laughs> husks that, and brand that uh, that make uh, whole wheat special. So, alum Amar Abzera Amar why did Rebzeir say that you do not soak the wheat? You can't use the, soak the wheat um, that's used for nachas. And the understanding is that soak it, um, even though soaking it would be superior. Says the Gemara, Elisha was reason, Isal, 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 is reason. Actually, while the kneading of the dough is done by Kayanim, by the elite unit of Kayanim, the Lesisa, the act of soaking, would not be done by Kayanim. Done by non-Kayanim, right? The, the, the Kayan brings it as flour already. So, excuse me, the non-Kayan, right? If I'm bringing a carbon mincha, I bring it as flour. So, can't supervise me, right? And again, we don't trust me. I'm not a Kayan. I'm not part of the elite unit. Okay? Says the Gemara, okay, well, once we're playing this game, right? The leash series is needing really uh, done by the Kayanim strictly. The Pasuk actually specifically lays out, right, that I can um, I can pour the oil into my mincha on my own, right? right? So clearly, the only thing that needs to be done by Kayanim is the Kmitza, is the handful that's removed and offered as the, uh, like, as if it were the blood of the carbon. However, the pouring of oil and the mixing can be done by any person. So it would seem that the Lisha, the thing which is longest in the mixing, um, uh, can be done by anyone. And me too. So uh, how can you say that, oh no, Lisha, the kneading is reserved for the Kayanim? So the Gemara, let's clarify, let's tighten up that tariff. Lisha, the kneading, Nehidim is reason Lisa, even though it's not done strictly by Kayanim. The Makam's reason is it's done in the Azara, it's done in the Beis courtyard. And therefore, the Kayanim are around getting in your face, making sure you don't mess up. The Amar Mar. 
even though Belila, even though the mixing is okay if you do it, if a non-priest, if I, a non-Kayin does it, right? But if it's done outside the wall of the Azara, then you goose is cooked. That's no good. La Fukilisisa. This excludes, right, the soaking of the grains. The soaking of the grains could be done anywhere. It could be done outside your shalim, you know. So, therefore, it's really something that's totally unsupervised and we can't rely on people. Um, contrast to the leading, which is done under the watchful eyes of the kain, and even if they don't do their own hands, they walk around and they keep everyone on their toes, right? Says the more, okay, seem comparable nonetheless to the carbon. Which, is, uh, which also needs to come as uh, as matzo. We know that the mincha soimer is in fact soaked, right? The, the grains are in fact soaked. Says the Gemara, it's It's different because uh, it's a major tibur event. The whole Sanhedrin is sitting there watching. We're confident that things aren't going to get messed up. Okay. the thought. I might have thought you could eat matzah made from bikurim. Classic says, in all of your homes, in all of your dwellings, you should eat matzah. The matzah's got to be matzah that's eaten in any place, right? If I live, no matter where I live, I can I can eat this matzah. Bikurim can only be eaten in your shalayim. So it makes sense to say that um, uh, that they are not included in this statement of and thus you cannot use Bikurim to do it. Kiva Oimer, Kiva says, I have a different source. You're supposed to eat Matzah and Mara together. There's no right, uh, whatever exactly is, whether it's the whether it's lettuce, whether it's uh, horseradish, it probably isn't. <laughs> whether it doesn't matter, it could be matter, it could be any bitter herb, right? Whatever the bitter herb of your country is. So, moro um, is not pikurim. Afmatsa shena pikurim, right? There's no moro is not one of the seven fruits, right? You only bring you only bring pikurim from the seven uh, fruits that are typical of Eretz Yisrael, and moro uh, is not one of them. So there's no pikurim. So thus. Uh, matzo also has to not be pikurim. Says the Gemara, hold on. Imam or she'im b'mini pikurim, matzo she'im b'mini pikurim. I could take this judge in a different direction. I could say just as mor comes from a species which does not come as bikurim, so to matzo must come as a species that's not brought as bikurim. What would an example of that be? Like spelt or something. Spelt doesn't come as bikurim because it's not feet or sire, right? Or oats. Says the Gemara, Right, uh, and that would exclude wheat and barley, which do come as bikurim. Again, we come back to this idea of the repetition of the word matzais comes to broaden the category of what might be considered matzais, and that teaches that any matzah can be used as acceptable for them. Right, any matzah that's of the five grains, even if it could be brought as bikurim theory, as long as it's not actual bikurim, it can be used for the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, right? If the repetition of matzahs comes to uh, include any matzah, so then why not be quoted? Like, once we're expanding, why not expand all the way? Says the Gemara, you know what? You're right. 
Rebekiva was chayzer, Rebekiva backed out. Not that he holds that you can use Bikun for matzah, but he came around to Rabbi Yosef Lili's drasha. Rabbi Yosef Lili chooses rather to derive the halacha from Bechomesh Vesechem and all you, your dwellings, and you can eat Bikurim and all your dwellings, you can only eat Bikurim Yishlai. Titan, you wouldn't embrace them. I might think you could discharge your chi of tea matzah, Bikurim, Kamachaymar, Bechomesh Vesechem, Dechem Matzah. Says the Pasuk, in all your dwellings you shall eat matzahs. Matzah and achelis bechol hamashavas. Right? It's got to be matzah, which is eaten in all dwellings. That's a bikurim, shen dechol hamashavas, that's a bikurim, that excludes bikurim, which can only be eaten in your shalayim. Yochel shani, moitzi af meiser sheni. Might think, oh, well, for that price, meiser sheni is out as well. Amad loimar, matzahs, matzahs ribo. Right? So, according to this, according to this brisa, right? Matzahs, matzahs ribo. Um, you can uh, you can eat meitzer sheni. You can eat matzah is made out of meitzer sheni um, as well, right? So who might that be? That is that is um, Rabbi Akiva speaking, right? Because we know Rabbi Akiva disagrees with him basically about meitzer sheni, but he concedes that he's right when it comes to bikurim. Okay. Says the Gemara, okay, Umarois, Lurabis, Meister Shane, Lights Bikurim. How do you know, right, that the word Matsois, Matsois um, is telling you to include, right, to uh, to include Meister Shane, but to exclude Bikurim? What was the hint? Says the Gemara, Marbani, Meister Shane, she actually had to behold my Shabbos, Kitabalask. I'm including Meister Shane, which is permissible in all, right, where technically you can eat. Meister Shani anywhere, right? Who's a Belezer? What does he hold? The Belezer holds that if Meister Shani becomes Tame, right? Rashi says you can just be played it and take it home and eat it somewhere, right? Eat it even uh, back at home. But it makes more sense to exclude which everyone agrees can only be eaten in your Shalai. Okay, right? How do we know that Meister Shani becomes Tame, right? That you're allowed to be paid there and eat it out in your shalim, right? Says the Gemara, Tamad Loimar, Kilei Suchal says, right, out of your shalim. Kilei Suchal says, right? The Pasuk says, if the Pasuk gives you a, a, a game plan for if you're not able to carry all the Meister Shani, right? So then you're supposed to redeem it. In this case, Releza is a creative rereading of the words Kilei Suchal Seisai, if you're able to carry it. The ain't Seis Elachilo, right? Carrying can also be a reference to eating. You're not able to eat it. So Namar, as the Pasuk says, we just landed not long ago, by Yisama Seis Neis Pav, right? Portions were taken to the uh, to the brothers from uh, Yosef, right? From in front of Yosef. So that language of of se'es is a reference to portion, so this could also be a reference to right? They say achila, right? Um, we see that the word se'es can mean that you're not able to eat it. So, so to over here, since the filosuchal se'esai can be construed as you're not able to eat the meister sheni, and thus you're allowed to be played it, you're allowed to redeem it, and go eat it outside Yerushalayim. Okay. Says the Gemara, right? After all that shmuz, right? Let's focus. Who is it who holds that you can use Meister Shani as matzah? That's a bekeva. Right? 
class, we see that he's excluding Bikurim not because of any other drasha, but because of the drasha of Yosef, really, of Bikomish Vaisechem, in all your dwellings, and you can't eat Bikurim in all your dwellings. You know, Hadarbe, we see clearly that he agreed to Yosef uh, and retracted it. Okay, Rabbi Yisiaglili. What about Rabbi Yisiaglili? Tape of Lemi Why doesn't he derive it? Mister No Sleep. Ah, uh, you're thinking about this. Mister No Sleep. Um, why can't he derive this halakha from Lechem Oini? Mishen Echol Oini Yatzeshein Echol B'Simcha. Right? Why can't he derive the halakha of Biku of Bikurim the same way he derived the halakha Meiser Sheini? Just as, just as. You're not allowed, a person is not allowed to eat Meister Shani in a state of Aninos, in a state of, of severe mourning. He's also not allowed, be, not allowed to eat Bikurim. Why did he have to come up with a different drasha? actually holds that Bikurim may be eaten by an Oini. So thus, that wouldn't have been a good uh, explanation according to their case. Okay, once we're on the subject, my time with the Rabbanon, why did the Rabbanon hold that uh, an Oinin cannot eat Bikurim? The Pasuk says you should not, you may not eat within your gates. Um, the, uh, right, uh, so you can't eat Bikurim in your own home. Right, part of that Pasuk is, the next words are, the, the tithe of your hand. Right, so the Raisa teaches Chumas Yedecha Eli Bikurim. Chumas Yedecha actually is not a reference to Chumas, but to Bikurim. The Itzkash Bikurim Lemaiser, because Bikurim are compared to Maiser, right? Once we're in that Pasuk, um, I'm sorry, Chumas Yedecha is not the next word. Chumas Yedecha is the end of the Pasuk, right? The Pasuk reads like this. Right, any of your trumas, your contributions. So, what might that refer to? Right, so the Chazal tell us that means um, that means bikurim. Right, and we see ultimately that it's mentioned in the same pasuk as um, uh, as meiser. So, trumas compared to so so. Excuse me, bikurim is compared to meiser. Right, ma meiser aser loinin. Just as meiser is meiser sheni is prohibited to an oinin to somebody who's in a state of severe mourning, who's not very, who's relative yet. Af bikurim aser loinin. So to bikurim are forbidden to an oinin to someone who is not yet buried in Israel. Okay, shemin. So what does a shemin do? Shemin who permits the oinin to eat it says the Gemara. Rav Shimon, Truma Kerenachmana, the Torah, ultimately, he agrees that the word, that the Truma Siodecha is a reference to Bikurim. He says, the Torah calls it Truma. Ma Truma Muteris Lainin, Af Bikurim Mutulainin, just as Truma is permitted to an Ainin, so too, right, a coin is allowed to eat Truma in the state of Animus, so too, Bikurim are permitted to an Ainin. Okay. Says the Gemara, Rav Shimon, Nehi the Hakish Lesley, Simchami and Miftuksibu. Rav Shimon has to concede, right? Even though he doesn't uh, accept that, um, he doesn't accept the Hakish, like we just said earlier, he doesn't accept the juxtaposition of Bikurim and Meiser. However, um, he must concede that there's an invocation of Simcha. Simcha miyev The pasuk says in reference to Bikurim, Samachta b'chalatayv. You're supposed to rejoice. Right, and all the good that Hashem has given you. So how can I participate in all that simcha? Says the Gemara, how 
zman simchudasa. It's not telling us that the person has to be in a state of simcha. It's locating in the calendar the time for the bringing of the bikur. The tanah we learn in the Mishnah, Me'atzaras Lachag, maybe bikuri. From Shavuos until Sukkot, one can bring bikurim and recite. There's a special lining, uh, a special section of Sukkim that the person says, recites. And he brings his Bikurim. But from Sukkot until Hanukkah, while well, he brings, right, he's allowed to bring the Bikurim, but he's not supposed to anymore. Um, he's not doing like the full mitzvah. He doesn't have the opportunity um, to read the parsha of Bikurim. Okay, so the Zman Simcha, right, comes during the period of rejoicing. Okay. The period of, the re- of rejoicing, Hazal understood to be from Shavuos till Sukkot. Okay. Tanra a couple more points over here. Really, one more discussion. Lechem oini, right? Poor man's bread. What does that exclude? Prat lechalut shisha. That excludes chalut, which is a, a boiled dough, right? It's baked and then boiled. Not like a bagel, which is boiled and then baked. Um, uh, that excludes chalut. Ashisha is like a big uh, cake, a big loaf. I might think once we're being so strict about this, maybe matzah needs to be pasadras, like very coarse, low quality flour, like a poor person might have. Again, the, the repetition of matzah expands the category, and it could even be a real royal matzah, right? Prepared from the finest flour. It's just got to be. Right, ultimately a very basic a combination of flour, water, and fire. Says the Gemara in Cain, Okay, so what then is Lechamoini? Bread of affliction coming to tell me, Prat Shisha. It's coming to exclude these slightly more chashev preparations of boiled um, bread and uh, these, a, a big, lar- a large special loaf. Says the Gemara, Umay Mashma. How do we know the high ashisha lishna the chashibu? So, how do we know that an ashisha is like a special loaf? What, what tells us that? The chsev, Pasik says, after he brought the ark, the ark back to Yerushalayim, says, so He made a huge distribution of food. He gave out one chalas lechem, right? One piece of bread, one cake of bread, I suppose, loaf of bread. What's an eshpar? We'll see in a second. And an ashisha. The Amr of Khan Barab, explained, Eshpar, what does the word Eshpar mean? Echod one sixth of an ox, right? A massive piece of meat. Ashisha, Echod Ashisha is a cake which is made, or a loaf of bread that's made out of one sixth of an eifa of flour, right? So it's a very, very large piece of bread. He disagrees with Shmuel, the Amr Shmuel, Shmuel held Ashisha means Garba de Khamra, big jug of wine. Siv, Va'oyave Ashisha Anavim. Those who love uh, jugs of grapes. Okay. Um, okay, I think we'll break it off right here.